Welcome to the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with emerging artists and industry leaders about all things paper flowers. Through this podcast, we hope to continue to share knowledge, connect all of us together, and elevate the artistry of each and every one of us. Hello, I'm Quinn Wen. I'm Jesse Chu. I'm Priscilla Park. Our mission is to share, connect, and elevate the paper floral industry. We are some of the voices behind the Paper Floors Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Paper Talk. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're going to talk to Jessie about her book that's going to be released pretty soon. Actually, in the UK, it's already been released November 7th. And in January, the North America and the rest of the world will get a glimpse of Jessie's amazing book, Paper Flower Art. So you are listening to episode number 27. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like thankful that this is all over. <laughs> and I have the copy in my hand. It, oh my it's gosh. It's yeah. amazing. You were just showing it to me earlier and I cannot believe yeah. it's so long it's over, it's like almost 300 pages. yeah so it's technically 257 pages plus and papers and I think that was the biggest that they could make it because I I guess the binding you know yeah. there are limitations in terms of what the binding will be like mm-hmm. no I'm happy that they decided to put it into hardcover mm-hmm. so the initial the initial I guess parameters for the book it didn't include hard cop- copy it didn't include as many pages as we thought it would include but I think as we were putting it together, as I was writing it, as we were looking over the table of contents, we realized that, you know, if I had the content, mm-hmm. that I should include it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it kind of turned out into something a little bit bigger than what was originally That's planned. That's amazing. Can you tell us like, yeah. what kind of flowers we can expect you to make from your book? Yeah, for sure. I've kind of separated out the contents so that they reflect the types of flowers you may want to include in an arrangement. Mm-hmm. So you've got your focal flowers, you've got your accent flowers, you've got texture flowers, and you've got foliage as well. And there'll be you know a couple of flowers in each section total. Leave. There is 21 flowers plus I think six foliages or something along those lines. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> that's what I remember uh, without looking at the table of content. Yeah, because this was done such a long time ago too, right? Yeah, this was, so it was shot and done January of this year. So January, 2019, between January and March. Yeah. So like yeah. 10, 11 months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So practically almost a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'd be surprised how long it takes to finalize a contract. Yeah. and get the editor on board. And that's why I had to shoot everything in like less than three months. Amazing. It, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you can't really control the deadline, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I, I was very lucky that the publisher was so great in terms of giving me creative control. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of it, creative control. That's amazing. So I was able to, yeah, include or at least use my own judgment Mm -hmm. to include certain flowers or leave some out. The only thing I think that was impressed upon me quite early on in our discussion was to make sure that the materials and tools that I was using would be accessible to people around the world, not just Canada or North America. And so that did limit some of my use of certain tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Design Master, I didn't use as much of it as perhaps I would in my you know, regular commissions, yeah. just because people might not be able to get that. So and so the other thing was also being able to make suggestions, provide uh, alternative mm-hmm. mediums for them to use that 
where they could get similar results. Mm -hmm. So that's why it turned out into a bigger and bigger book was because if I was to focus on only a couple of mediums, it might not really cover everyone's access to them. So um, I did have to go into other types of mediums that, I mean, I use, I might not necessarily personally use it for this flower because it might not be as efficient, Mm -hmm. but provide, at least providing that option for people, they understand what the purpose of using that medium is, even if they can't for example, uh, obtain the the sprays. Mm -hmm. And also the other thing was the crepe paper too, because not everyone has access to the same types of crepe paper. So true. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, even though I personally, let's say use a lot of double-sided crepe paper. Not everyone can get access. Not everyone. Yeah. I can get access to that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Or specific colors. I can't get access to that. So for the flowers, I tried to kind of include a range of flowers that use different types of crepe paper weights. Mm -hmm. I include fine fine crepe paper in there as well, even I don't use it as much anymore in my own work, but I use it because I know people can get it very easily yeah. uh, overseas. That's so great. the whole purpose of this book is to introduce people to the various types of crepe paper and mediums. And that. yeah, and to to have tutorials that are you know easier and then some that are a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And and also be able to provide images of techniques of you know very basic techniques or techniques that I prefer using. Yeah. Having them be able to use those techniques in the flowers as well. Yeah. So I have tutorials in the first one and the second one is arrangements, which was something that I really wanted included in this book because it's different. You know, for one, that's one of the my favorite things to do is to arrange. I would, you know, and I would say like one of my strengths is creating arrangements that look cohesive and have a certain style. And so I wanted to teach people how to do that because that in itself is an art form mm-hmm. that's very different from making paper flowers. So I wanted to kind of frame the book on the premise that here are the paper flower tutorials and the colors I've chosen that I've suggested that you make the flowers in, like those, there's a purpose for that. They're in, they're going to inherently look good in the arrangement because the arrangement has been designed to look a certain way. So it's just trying to get people to think of arranging in a different way mm-hmm. as opposed to making, oh, I'm just going to make paper flowers and I'm going to put them together and see how they look, which you're not going to be successful making an arrangement look nice or cohesive, I would say. You can make an arrangement, but to elevate it, you really need to do some planning. And so the second half of my book really talks about my process in terms of how to plan for arrangement, things to consider. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to put everything in. I have to actually cut a lot of text from that section. But what I do have in there is a general formula and then some tips and tricks in terms of, um, you know, choosing colors or how to work with different colors because that tends to be the most challenging Mm -hmm. and shape and uh, dimension. And so hopefully when people read the book, they will have, they'll start with, you know, a better foundation when they're trying to decide what kind of paper flowers to make for their arrangement. Um, Hopefully at some point I can expand on the text in that section, but I think it conveys enough information for you to, to be successful at building your own arrangements and make it better than what, you know, or at least feel like you have more skills coming out of reading this book and understanding that process a little bit better. That said, I mean, this is my process, right? Yeah. Everyone has their own process. So it's just a glimpse into one way of doing it. So I have one bouquet and then 
four arrangements. And so my bouquet one is a little bit different, but it shows you how I make my bouquets. Love it. So that would probably be helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. Especially if they're doing weddings. I think that's really yeah. amazing. Yeah. So hopefully that will help and introduce some tools and stuff that I use. But yeah. So that's pretty much the gist of the book. Wow. That is so much content though, to cram into that amount of space. Because I mean, is. I know 21 <laughs> flowers yes. and then also talking yep. about colors and yep. dimension. Cause I think that is so important yeah. thinking about the form of the flowers. Cause you can't have a bouquet yeah. that's all round flowers. Otherwise mm-hmm. you'll have the roundabout kind of like 80s look that's back then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still some brides that love that look. There's yeah. nothing wrong. It's just not the trend of it right now where right now yeah. the trend is more about wild being organic. And I just yeah. I love your style and all the wedding bouquets I've seen you post on Instagram has been so gorgeous and beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's... I think part of my advantage is I'm not a florist. I haven't been trained, quote unquote, trained as a florist. And so when I started making my arrangements and bouquets, I just did what I liked. You know, there were no rules. I think sometimes rules can limit and restrict you and kind of bound you in a box that, that limits your creativity to some extent. So, I mean, what I hope from people reading the book is to be inspired more than to have to follow everything that I say. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Be inspired about and in my intro, like I really wanted people to understand the process of making art mm-hmm. as opposed to following every single instruction. Exactly. Because it's the process that pushes you to be more creative mm-hmm. as opposed to, yeah, you know, following one, two, three, four, five exactly. and all the templates yeah. too. And it's so much more freeing when you have yeah. that because you're not restricted sure. by all these rules and boundaries. And I think that's the question sure. of doing paper flowers is yes, you can see what nature does, but you can put mm. your interpretation of it. And I love that even though you make a rose, I make a rose, it's going to be completely different. Yes. There are yes. hundreds of variety of roses. And even yeah. if we're doing the same type of rose, the, the technique of curling that petal or the placement of the petal is the key about your personality. And I love that how our flowers shine who we are, which I love. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, petal placements for me is one of those things where it's instinctual, which can be difficult to teach. Yes. But at the same time, I think, like you said, it's freeing as well. It doesn't bind you to make a flower that looks exactly like, you know, exhibit A. Yeah. Or that looks like mine. I think it gives you that creative freedom to make those decisions. And I, in my book, I explain how, you know, really my breakthrough was when I didn't look at instructions and I started looking at the flower Mm -hmm. and looking at it and saying, what do I need? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I make it look a certain way? How do I make silhouette the way that I want it to look? Because it's through that dialogue that you can advance, I think, Mm -hmm. your skills to other flowers where you're, you literally can pick up you know, cut a petal, put it on and achieve that look that you're, they're looking for without having to hunt for a tutorial of that flower. Right. So (laughs) what I hope from this is people, you know, reading it, being inspired, follow my tutorials definitely. But, you know, after you make one flower that looks like mine, try doing something a little bit different with it, you know, change up the petal shapes, change up the petal placements, change up the colors. I put colors in there because, you know, I have a preference for certain colors or because the arrangements require certain colors. Mm -hmm. But, you know, go ahead and try something else. I love purples. There's purple flowers in there. You might hate purples. (laughs) Uh, Make them yellow, you know? (laughs) So yeah, yeah. But, you know, overall that's, you know, I, I just, all I hope is people take it read it, get inspired by it, and then make their own beautiful paper flowers and arrangements. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to look at your book. It's going to be so amazing. It's so inspiring. Like it's a, even when I went to the Toronto workshop and I was yeah. watching you do your flower, it was so inspiring to like learn these different techniques. Even though I've been doing flowers for quite a while now, there's always something new for me to learn. And so, yeah, which is the really cool thing, right? Like no matter what level you're at, yeah. People, other people do things differently and whether or not you, you, you know, do this, you, you learn it and you're like, you're, yeah, you absorb it and you're like, you know, I'm going to do the exact same thing or uh, just be inspired by it and just think, oh my God, there are different ways to do things. Mm -hmm. I think that opens up your mind to new ideas. Exactly. Sometimes you just need that little, that little tweak and you're like, oh yeah, that's another way of doing it. And it just changes the way you look at your own work. Yes. Um, you know, I love that. So, I mean, I have... I bought Kate's book. I bought every book out there. Yeah. I don't make the flowers, but it inspires me because just reading their technique, which I might not implement, yes. usually I don't, but the idea, and, and it's interesting because you get a sense of what's inside their brain, mm-hmm. yep. you know, yeah. and everyone thinks differently. Yes. And that's amazing. I love it's that. amazing how everyone has their own way of thinking mm-hmm. and the personality shows through their techniques. Yeah. So it's really, it's, yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, I'm, I'm totally humbled and thankful that I had this opportunity to, to write this book because it was something a little bit unexpected last year, but I'm, I'm glad that I took the opportunity yeah, to do it. That's yeah. wonderful. Congratulations on this day. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. So, I mean, I am doing a giveaway. We talked about this in our previous podcast. So we're doing a giveaway for my paper flyer art book. Mm-hmm. It's open to international everyone. So internationally, just leave a comment or a review or suggestion in the comment section below the podcast and you'll be entered into the draw. Make sure you leave your full name. And if there's a place to put your email or some sort of way to contact you as well in the comments, then at least when we draw for the winner on December 1st, we'll have that in co- contact information so that we can know who to to contact. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we can mail out a signed copy, I should say. So it would be yes. a signed copy of Paper Flower Art. Yep. And to your home. Yeah. And if you don't feel comfortable about sharing your emails with the public, just email it to us. You know where to find us. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on our own website, craftedtobloom.com or pinkandposy.com. Just message us. We'll put you on the list and we'll verify that you put a comment on the podcast and on any platform. We're pretty much out there right now on iTunes, FM Player, Spotify, mm-hmm. so many other ones. So let us know where you listen our podcast and why you like listening to our podcast. If you have any future suggestions for us to, to cover more topics, let us know. Any comments are welcome and it'll put you in the drawing and you'll get a signed copy of Jesse's amazing book, The Paper Flower Art, that's coming out in the North America and the rest of the world, except UK. UK has it November 7th. Internationally, everywhere else is on January. Is it January? Yeah, what day? It's in January. Oh, I think it's like the 20th or something. Okay. Mid-January, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. So you'll probably get it before everyone else because we're going to mail it out probably mid-December. So you'll get it by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What an awesome Christmas gift. I know. I can't Can you send me one? Yeah. Sign copy. <laughs> All right. For sure. For sure. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this particular podcast. We are so excited for you to be listening to this, for following us, and can't wait to hear and see your comments. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Good luck.